Hi and welcome to this week's Three Legs Four Wheels F1 podcast. It's Paul here with Sean, Lee, and Chrysalis. No, Chris. He sends his apologies. He's um, a little bit under the weather tonight. Bearing in mind the amount of weather that we've had over here recently, it's no surprise. Mm. Spanish storm flu. Or something. Yeah. <laughs> um, either that or he was that completely overwhelmed by um, the second test last week. I think he's still, he's, he's, he's still in shock from Robert Kubica <laughs> getting one of the fastest times. Yeah. He did well. Fastest of the um, alphas, wasn't he? Yeah. Mm. Um, he, he, was on the, he was on the C5 tyres, but still. And but about was, an ounce of petrol, probably. But I was looking at the time. Well, let's mm. let's just say, for shits and giggles, that the petrol was the same. Yeah. yeah? Um, when you looked at the times, it was it's not beyond the realms of possibility that he was quicker than Raikkonen for the tyre ahead of him. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, he was... He was he was definitely definitely fast. Could it actually be that I'm just spitballing here? Um, he is actually still okay. And Russell's amazing. George Russell is a godlike genius behind the wheel. And that Williams was even more crap than we thought. Maybe you haven't yeah. got you haven't got to episode nine of Drive to Survive yet. No, oh, no, that's frosty. That it. That is the Williams <laughs> one. As um, I think it was Cornish Dazzler sent us on Twitter. The and the quote of the series, Paddy Lowe, building a Formula One car these days is difficult and complicated. <laughs> it's never been easy. No, it's true. I'm looking forward to that episode. Uh, yeah, I don't want to spoiler it too much, mm. but yeah, car crash in every definition. <laughs> well, it, well, it wasn't going fast enough to crash. That was the issue. Yeah. <laughs> Looks better this year though for them. Yeah, it does. They had um, they had a pretty good uh, pretty good test. Mm. I, I think they're the second, the second slowest car. Yeah. I think they're the second slowest car, which this is year. much better than they were yeah. this time that's, last year. That's one more than they were last year, but it just carries on Hass's tradition of going gradually backwards. My bold prediction of uh, I've got a couple of bold predictions for Australia. Oh. Uh, my first one is George Russell scores a point. I would like Ooh. to see George Russell score mm. a point. I think he deserved a point more than Kubica deserved a point mm. last year. So, yes, yes to a, that. If it hadn't been for a duff pit stop, he would have got a point in Germany, mm. as we've been saying since Germany. I broke my microphone again. Second, oh, second no. bold pre- uh, prediction is uh, Checo Perez is going to win the race. Oh, that's not bold. Everyone's saying that. <sighs> yeah, but they don't mean it. Will I Buxton it. has been saying that like <laughs> th- all three days of testing last I'm week. I'm sticking a fiver on Perez to win the championship. Oh, that's now that's oh, no, bold. That, that, that is, is that bold. is bold. Um, what? Any any idea on the odds? Uh, Am I doing some quick googling? Five hundred yes. to one for Perez, with thousand to one for Stroll. Is that for championship or yes, for Australia? For championship. For, so you've looked this up already. Worth both <laughs> worth my money. Stroll, I think that would probably be a fiver you will not see again. No, but two pound fifty. Oh, two pound fifty. It's a cup of coffee. I'll throw a cup of coffee at Stroll any day of the week. <laughs> Right, let's uh, hang on. Let's have a look. Um, Formula Formula One betting, uh, Formula One twenty twenty season, drivers championship. All the betting sites are available, but just <laughs> not on Paul's phone. Well, no, because it kept trying to get me to sign up, even though I've got an account. Uh, Perez two hundred and fifty to one at the minute. I thought it was something around there. Yeah. It's worth fiver. And 150 to 1 if you don't count whatever Lewis Hamilton does. I've got a theory behind it. The- theory behind it. Because uh, Ferrari fucked it. Yeah? Mm-hmm. Um, there was always already a story out saying how slow their engine is. Yeah. So 
we can't we discount Ferrari. Um, Red Bull seems to be quick until it tries to go around a corner and then it throws itself off, so they're going to have issues. Then, if you, let's just say you have a um, on for Bottas that can hassle Lewis Hamilton, so they start having a little knock knock together. Perez has every opportunity to be this season's Kimi Raikkonen. Interesting. Winning it because everybody else lost it. Yeah. Mm. Could happen. It's not beyond the realms of bloody stupid. Mm. But, I mean, the, the pink Mercedes really does look impressive. Yeah. Looks like a quick car. I um... Well, yeah, the Mercedes W10. <laughs> yeah, but, I mean... I don't. I don't know. I mean, we, we've seen this before. Like, let's not forget how similar the Toro Rosso was to the to the Mercedes that one year, and the Toro Rosso was shite. So, just Aero, for instance, does not a Formula One car make. You know, you can't make a car the same sort of shape as a car. True. Um, and Haas, even when Haas were good, they they were still further away from Ferrari than what Mercedes than what. Racing Point appeared to be to Mercedes. So Racing Point have just done the best job of this off-the-shelf part buying. Yeah, I mean, we, we don't know yet how many bits of the Mercedes are actually on that Racing Point or in it. Well, um, we know it'll be the engine. We definitely. know it'll be all the sort of like gear, gearboxes, uh, suspension-y yeah. neck of the woods. It'll be no, up. suspension's different. Cause suspension different, the, excuse me. Um, the, ba- the-, the rear suspension on the Merc, mm. they're the only ones that are running this back-slung Because that goes suspension. into the gearbox, doesn't it? Yeah, so there's got to yeah. be a certain amount of overlap there. Mm. Electronics will probably be Mercedes. Mm-hmm. So they're going to be quite a lot. If mm-hmm. they've copied the Aero as well, that's largely a Mercedes. Yeah. Mm. But um, yeah, I was just about to uh, try and try and bring some times up and details from uh, from the second test. Um, so what we'll, we'll start start at the back. Yeah. And uh, unfortunately, that is going to have to be Haas. Yeah. Because they did look like the <laughs> slowest car. Um, Fr- Friday was just a complete waste for them. Um, Kevin Magnussen had a clutch problem. Friday afternoon, I think he only managed something like 29 laps, and 15 of those were in the last hour. Mm. This is, I think this is the bigger worry for Haas. It's not the lack of pace, it's that they've had so many problems, they haven't actually had a lot of track time. Yeah. So if that car doesn't work, they don't really know yet, which is what they spent most of last season mm. doing. Yeah, is it going to be another season? I mean, I, I, stuck, um, I stuck a Twitter poll up um, at the weekend, and you know, a Haas done in F1 at the end of this season. Mm-hmm. And opinions were split. I think it was 51-49% saying, yep, they're finished. I I personally don't think they will be. I think new regs favour them or their style of team quite a lot. If Delara have got their heads around the new formula. This is also true. Yeah, because they're going to have to get Delara effectively starting work on the car now. Mm. Yeah, you and would, from yeah. scratch, you know, mm. it's it's not like they can be an evolution of what they've been doing. They have to build a brand new car. But as someone else pointed out, I think it might be Albert, um, the like Delara make this ground effect, these ground effect cars for Indy. So it's not like they're not, it's not like they're strangers to it. Yeah, so they're gonna have to they're gonna have to take what they know from uh, from Indy, especially the ovals. Mm-hmm. Um, 
actually put it into a Formula One concept. I mean, in, Indy cars can follow a lot better than F1 cars. Yes. Yeah. You know, we've, we've seen we've seen that on ovals and on street circuits because you do get you do get some aero benefit from uh, from following as well, which it would be great to see in F1. Now, if Delara can do that, that's great. But wherever whoever has subcontracted the aero out to. They've got to come up with new concepts as well. Unless Delara make a slow car that's unfortunately really easy to follow. <laughs> <laughs> Cheers, guys. And then you won't be following it for very long. <laughs> but even things like um, salary cap and spend cap, that when you've got another motorsports arm, like you know the Haas kind of overlord has, there can be ways then to take technology from somewhere else and yep. offset the cost. So it, it could really favour Haas if they actually can stick it out for another year. Yeah, I mean, now, now that um, now that sucking the car to the ground and not having dirty air behind it is what Formula One's going to be about, that is effectively how NASCAR works. Yeah. Because um, the, amount, the amount of drafting that you get in NASCAR, mm-hmm. I mean, I know, I know before anyone says anything, ovals are a completely different beast to, uh, to road circuits, but... You know, you've got you've got a car that just clamps on behind somebody else and gets sucked along by it. Yeah, God, that sounds wrong. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's that's dog locked. <laughs> that's what's won Haas races and championships. Yeah, and if they can if they can apply that to F one and still come in under the budget cap because oh, it's a NASCAR development. Oh, mm-hmm. it just happens to fit on this car yeah, as well. Yeah, you then would only have to pay for the amount of time it takes you to adapt it to F1. You wouldn't have to pay for all the research and development that's gone in beforehand. Um, do both drivers go in, drive next year? Ooh. Oh. I mean, we've been saying no forever, haven't hey, yeah. we? So, well, <laughs> probably, because what Steiner else are you doing? seems to really, really like Roman Grosjean. It's because he didn't fucking smash his door. Well, maybe that's fuck, it. Fuck, fuck smash. smash. Fuck but, smash. But even even before his door did get fuck smashed, um, <laughs> the like the interactions between Steiner and Roman, you know, it's they, they seem very friendly, and I I I think that might have helped save his career, <laughs> maybe on more than one occasion. I mean, the the, the joke has been the joke has been going around again, certainly since Drive to Survive dropped on um, on Friday. The three most three most talented people in Formula yes, One. I love it. Lewis Hamilton, Sebastian Vettel, Roman Grosjean's manager. Mm-hmm. It's a man who's Sebastian earning Vettel, his 10%. It. People aren't going to be happy you stuck Sebastian Vettel in that list. Well, no, you're not. I should have said Charles Leclerc. No, I do love Charles Love all betters. <laughs> hey, I'm, I'm only quoting the joke. But yeah, Haas just... They... they the struggle struggled with the car. I mean, the speed. It's the usual has problem. The speed was there for a lap, <laughs> and then you expect it to do a second lap, and it's like, oh, I'm bored now. Mm. And I don't know. I I think. Let's put it this way: the Haas episode of next season's Drive to Survive. If they are going to do another series, which based they on could the do a whole two. series just on Haas. Yeah, we. You know, Amazon. If you're listening. Just si- sign up. Hashtag sign up Steiner. Yeah. <laughs> Being with the Hastashians. <laughs> <laughs> well, it wouldn't be keeping up because everyone can keep up with. Yeah. <laughs> um, I suppose if you've got a slow Ferrari engine as well and they're having issues, none of that's going to help. Yeah. No, I mean, for- Ferrari. 
Twitter was awash with rumours about how much Ferrari had turned the engine down. I think the general consensus was it's only running at 80%. That's still an issue, though, because yeah. everyone else will have been probably running at about 80%. That's, yeah, that's, <laughs> that's, that's, that's the thing. testing quantity. I, right, some people aren't going to be happy with this, but I am so excited at the prospect of Ferrari having a bad season. My nipples are hard. Like, I am... <laughs> that's s- the bit that's going to upset people. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm so excited at the prospect of... It's terrifying me. I'm sat next to him. If he turns around, he'll have me eye out. <laughs> It's okay, they're only little small ones. Um, I, I'm I, Not my I, eyes. <laughs> salivating at the idea of um, Charles Leclerc having a fucking breakdown every race because Ferrari haven't got it together. This is, this is assuming Don't anyone... Don't look at the YouTube comments. Don't look at the YouTube comments. <laughs> but yeah, this, this is assuming anyone actually lets a team from Italy into their country. This is true. Because this yeah. is what MotoGP is having issues with. I'm wondering how many races we're going to lose. Definitely. Well, the Australian Grand Prix promoters put out a statement last night saying it's definitely going ahead. Yeah, Australia mm-hmm. will be fine. I think the... Well, no, he said they, as far as they're concerned, it's going ahead. Yeah. There was some pointed language in that pre- <laughs> in that statement. <laughs> but the, the problem is um, it's getting to Australia that's the issue because you yeah. can't go there directly. Yeah, you usually stop in like UAE or Singapore mm. or Beijing or anywhere, some, somewhere anywhere with coronavirus. Where people are getting quarantined. Or, <laughs> yeah. uh, I mean, this is why the Qatar MotoGP has been um, the saying the saying postponed. No, Qatar, most... Qatar is cancelled. Um, oh right, Thailand. Oh, is it Thailand? Is postponed. Postponed. Yeah. Right, but this is why Moto MotoGP, the class, not the whole series, because Moto yeah. two and three are still racing. But this is why um, they're not racing in Qatar. Is that Qatar have now said anyone coming from Italy has to go into an immediate fourteen day quarantine? Yeah, yeah. Whereas Moto two and Moto three are already there, so it's like, well, yeah, fucked anyway. Yeah, they're, <laughs> might they're, as well have a race. <laughs> they've been testing. They've not left the country. Well. This links nicely to something Martin Brundle said during the the final test, mm. where where Crofty was talking about various things that Lewis Hamilton may or may not do, and he said to uh, Martin, he said, "Well, what do you think?" He said, "Well, he said I'm more concerned if we're even going to have a championship, and if we do have a championship, how many races we're going to have mm. in it." And then he dropped, which I'm almost convinced he wasn't supposed to. Um, <laughs> It, there's at least one race that's being talked about to do behind closed doors. I would say Vietnam. Interesting. Because it, it, I think it's important for Vietnam to have their first race. And I, I wonder if that's on the... Because uh, I, I remember a certain like Formula One genius and um, fellow member of this podcast that sat in my chair right now saying this last week that they would race races behind closed doors just for television. I can I can see it happening. I mean it's um Vietnam would be a tricky one to do because it's a street circuit. Mm. Mm-hmm. So what's to stop everyone with the property overlooking the course sticking it on Airbnb and charging like $7,000 an hour. At least to you're rent contained it. then, aren't yeah, you? Within... You're yeah, contain- yeah and it, it, but then it depends what the travel restraints would be. Yeah. You could, Sing- you could, Singapore. You could lock that down. Singapore could be another one exactly like this because they, they've had a, a lot of coronavirus issues. Yeah. Again, because it's all street circuit 
if you don't have grandstands, you would still have people watching the race. Mm-hmm. But they're all sort of within their own hotel rooms and balconies yeah. and whatnot. They're not mm. going but, about breathing. But the on problem's people. airports, isn't it? This is where yeah. the real issue That's, is. That is that is the main problem. Um, I could, but going to talk about China later on in the year, how they've st- they postponed China, didn't cancel it. Mm-hmm. I could see them running China closed doors like later on in the season if they can get whatever's going on under control. Which, I mean, realistically, although it seems to have slowed down in China, yeah, um, you do get the feeling that we're not quite at the peak before it starts to drift away. I think, yeah. I think it's going to be worse before it starts to get better. China has slowed, so it's now there are more new cases outside of China than mm-hmm. there are inside China, but the new cases outside of China are still climbing. Yeah. So overall, there's still it's still on the up at the moment. No. I think the, the whole problem with this, and it's if, if it would have come from anywhere else but China, um, you could trust the numbers that came out more. That's the whole, the whole reason everybody's worried about this more is because you can't historically there've been a few issues there. Yeah, yeah. I mean, even the the, the I watched an interview this afternoon. I know this isn't quite Formula One, but it's all kind it's of linked. related. It is linked. Um, there was a, the British guy that caught it that lives in Wuhan that caught it and recovered from it. Mm. He caught it in November, mm. and it's only like retroactively looking back at his symptoms and what he went through. So it just goes to show how long this was kicking around yeah. for before it started to break the news. Yeah, it is it is a worry. I mean, we are I think we're not gonna have we're not gonna have twenty two races this season. No. No. I just can't I just can't see that happening at all. Um I just wonder what it would do to Formula One if Formula One had to cancel a season now. Yeah. Second World War is that when the last time before, like Grand Prix racing would have stopped? Grand Prix racing. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And you're talking about gentlemen racers back then. You know, mm. it's, it's just keeping their cars in their manor houses. <laughs> um, when you look at the the factories, mm. the personnel they've all got in the factories, the the just the machine Formula One is. Mm-hmm. What happens to that if the revenue stream stops for a year? For someone like a Williams or a Haas or a Toro Rosso, someone who's on a smaller budget, now nah, yeah. you can't you can't just keep paying people for a year and it, not fulfil even the Mercedes. Is, needs. You know, if Mercedes are looking at Formula One and thinking whether it's still financially viable to do it, mm-hmm. um, surely like having a whole year out is going to make them reconsider this even more. I think Mercedes could probably be slightly more. They could, float, they could term. float it. Yeah, yeah. But it's whether they'd want to float it. Mm. Yeah, I mean, it's it's going to be um, it's going to be tough for a lot of teams. I mean, certainly Williams because Racing Point as well. I know they've got Daddy Stroll money in there now, but you don't you don't become a billionaire rooms. by yeah. keeping on paying people who aren't able to work. Yeah, and they they obviously haven't got what you call a lot of money in the bank of their own. Mm. Yeah, because of the issues they've had over the years. Yeah. Uh, Red Bull, for instance, Red Bull would have to foot two teams and ninety thousand young drivers. <laughs> yeah, but they've they've sold all their their AlphaTauri T-shirts though, so they're like yeah, they're, they're rich true. in in money. Oh yeah, yeah, they, yeah that's, <laughs> that, that's true. I mean, what one one T-shirt will yeah. pay for someone on the young driver program do for you, six months? Do you know, once a year they send Lenny Henry to see the young drivers and like feed them and stuff, and do, a, <laughs> do, a, do, a, do some sort of telethon to help them out. <laughs> 
they're, they're all there wearing Sebastian Vettel world champion T-shirts from the last three years. <laughs> Give a potential Formula One a test, and he'll drive for an hour. But teach him to drive a road uh, to dri- drive a road car, and he can be in saloon racing forever. <laughs> So, I mean, the, the races that we're looking at losing at the moment, um, let, let's assume that Australia happens. Yeah. yeah. Um, Bahrain Iffy. is looking mm-hmm. doubtful. Yeah, they've got locusts as well. As yeah, if, any, if anyone's seen uh, a tweet that popped up earlier, the plague of locusts. Bahrain is one they could do to a closed crowd because they've done it before. But again, it's getting people in, isn't it? They didn't do, they didn't do it behind closed doors, they just cancelled it. No, no, they did it behind. There's one they did behind closed doors because there was riots outside, if you remember, and they flew. Everyone flew into the circuit. I do not recall this at all. It's one of the reasons because of the civil unrest that was going on at the time. Mm. That's why they they started doing it as a night race. It was because they didn't. Want... It was when it came back after it had been off the calendar for a couple of years. Yeah, they yeah. Did it as a night race. But the um, I'm sure they did one behind closed doors because of civil unrest. I do not recall that, I'm but gonna, it might I'm just be that I've purged I, it from my mind. I know the reason they did it as a night race, because they didn't want you to see what was going on outside of the circuit. Oh, okay. So uh, I know that's true. Maybe I'm wrong about the closed doors thing. Yeah, the closed door thing is not so. is not not uh, not ringing any uh, bells. No, I can't. No, can't say can't say anything about it because there was um, there was there was one year where mm. um, it got pulled from the calendar because it was going to be the yeah. season opener. Yeah, was it? Yeah, they'd made, they'd made a deal with because they had they had the year that it was the season opener when they were on the endurance circuit. The year that Alonso won it, and it was like the dullest race on the mm. planet because that circuit does not work with the endurance no. circuit. Yeah, shit. And I, th- I think it might it may have been the year after that. I think that would be about mm. right for. Because it was going to be yeah. season opener again to make up for having a crap race on a bad, on a bad circuit the year mm-hmm. before, and then it then it got pulled and Australia got the season opener without having to pay season opener money. Mm. But yeah, I think Bahrain Bahrain's looking iffy. Vietnam, the behind closed doors thing, yeah. But like you say, the airports. Yeah, we we could end up with no racing between Australia and Zandvoort, and by that time, um, the virus could have really took a hold in Europe. Which again is another problem. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's. I don't know. It's one of those things, and I keep saying it. I you just you can't really get a gauge for how serious it is, and that, I think that's the issue. I think that's what's causing the sort of internet fear mongering and stuff like that as well. Mm. Um, I mean, one one thing that we do know is F one are going to have to make a decision pretty quickly because teams will not be starting to ship out to Australia within mm. the next few days. Yeah. Because it's not a case of just get there, turn up and race. You've really got to acclimatise because you're looking at a 10-hour time difference. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, for Melbourne, it's yeah, plus 10. You've got to think about the team sending their people out as well. Yeah. Sending their people through airports and through mm-hmm. and through planes. I mean, I... I mean, this is one thing Bonotto said, that, yeah, it's all right, Australia may not have too serious a problem at the moment, but... I don't. He doesn't doesn't want to send his people through areas that do. Yeah, i I can't help but think the um, Ferrari and Alpha Tauri are uh, kind of making more noise about this because they're kind of the ones that are in 
they're the ones who could be refused trouble. entry into yeah. somewhere. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and because he, he they they brought up that he said, oh well, we supply um, people for Hass and for um, he Alpha. actually he actually called it Salba. Oh right, okay, yeah. right. Um, or Alpha Salba, he called it. Not okay. all an Alpha. Which, which is weird. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I don't know the what... artist formerly known as BMW. Yeah, I mean, I don't know how many how many staff they supply. Could the teams run without the Ferrari staff? Doubtful, because mm. how many people does it take to look after an engine? And I'm thinking yeah. it's yeah. it's a good sort of five or ten. Well, I'm at thinking, least. I'm thinking more. Well, yeah, but could the be would all the Ferrari staff can't live in Italy? Do you know what I mean? They can't yeah. all all live there. So I can't help but think that he's brought those names in because there's Ferrari and Alfa Tauri which are in real trouble and Ferrari have sort of drafted in the two satellite Ferrari teams to sort of pull rank with So they're them. thinking if there's four, if there's yeah, four yeah. teams saying, oh, this is, you know... Well, for, I, I, th- I think Ferrari are angling to cancel the race if they can't race. That's what they're after. The other issue is the, um, the company that makes the majority of brakes... Brembo. Brembo. Um, no, Magenti Morelli. Don't know them. I only know Brembo. I don't know that. Brembo and Carbon Industries, I knew. Yeah. Uh, I mean, Brembo are Italian-based, but um, I'm sure they're a brake manufacturer, but they're, they're Italian as well. You see them on the front, on the on somewhere on most cars. Carbon Industry is such a fucking cool name. <laughs> it is. It does what it says. <laughs> <clears throat> so does that mean Hass are going to change their name to, oh, fuck, not again. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck Smash. <laughs> Fuck Smash Racing. <laughs> I would buy that game on the PlayStation. Uh, you probably could in 1992. <laughs> but, um, yeah, it's it's the... Ma- Magnet Morelli are spark plugs. Ah. Which kind for, of felt... Um, slightly out of date list for Force India and Sauber. <laughs> <laughs> they're, on the fr- they're on the front of the, of the Ferrari. So I'm pretty sure they supply them as well. It's funny you don't think of things like Formula One cars having spark plugs, do you? <laughs> it's, it's it's like someone going out, um, like going out of the race because there's something wrong with their sump. <laughs> <laughs> just just press the button to restart it. It's next to the cigarette lighter. <laughs> ah, it is uh, founded by Fiat. So presumably, it's part of the Ferrari that group. whole big family. Yeah. yeah. So in that case, that's that's going to be uh, that's going to be four cars with their uh, with their bits mm. on. So, so it's it's the extra it's the extra suppliers that you know. Oh, hang on, it's been bought out by KKR. Um, hang on, I'm on a bit of a deep dive here on Wikipedia. It's taking me to weird places. KKR, KKR. seems like the not wrong the Korean choice. Republic. No, no, it seems like the wrong choice to have because that logo can be easily changed to something else. Ah, this is a New York-based line. Right, so they're now American-owned, but I think still Italian-based. Right. Headquarters in Corbetta in Italy. This is, I'm sure, fascinating. To be fair, this is not. This isn't really important. If you're well into your spark the, plugs, the team side oh is shit, that is North Italy. Is it? That is right in the exciting zone. <laughs> <laughs> so far, so far, North Italy. It's on the German it's, it's border. Pretty apparently. much. It's pretty much Switzerland. Oh yeah. god. <laughs> so yeah, you're, you're looking. You're looking at things like that, and it's a case of if they can't get out of the country, how you know what the hell no are they going to do? And we are looking at a seriously cut down season. From a selfish point of view, what the hell are we going to talk about? <laughs> Virus updates. 
<laughs> I've been doing that at work all day. Oh, hang on, wrong virus. <laughs> yeah, I'm. I don't know. It's it's such a strange position for Formula One to be in. I mean, we've we've had like financial crises. We've talked had uh, like fucking splinter series worries in the past. Never like pandemic worries. There's a very weird noise going on in the back. I think that might be the cruise ship. Yes, we've got a cru- <laughs> we've got a cruise ship in Douglas Harbour at the moment. I don't know if the mics are picking it up, see, but I think it's see that's not ideal either. <laughs> it's like Monaco. Yeah. <laughs> in fairness, it did look cool with all the oh, lights on earlier. Unless this is how the horror film starts, and that um, that siren was like the the lo- last lone person that can't quite drive the boat because he's been attacked by the SARS zombies, and uh, it's going to crash into the docks now. Right. So if you hear scrambles, we're all fucked. <coughs> Smashed. I feel, <laughs> <laughs> I feel we've uh, wandered away from. <laughs> we, we, we've, we've kind of taken a little bit of a, a diversion, kind of a kind of a Grosjean style diversion through see, the gravel. See, with no Formula One, every podcast is going to be a patron podcast. <laughs> it really it probably bloody is, isn't it? Um, go, going back to testing, so Haas had troubles. Um, Williams yes. next now they looked a lot better than last year mm. uh, through both sessions as well they were alright they weren't matching the pace of all the midfield but there were some solid laps there were some long runs There mm. was the only technical technical cock up that they had was um, with the Mercedes engine did Latifi do an actual crash not this. I, not I think this he week. might have spun. I thought but he spun. His, thought, main, no. his main issue was yeah, he had an engine that. But just he, but he out broke back the car, didn't he? I thought, I thought he spun spun and hit the barrier. Uh, not hard, but enough to I give didn't him. Didn't think so. I mean, there, there was a, there, there was a lot of spins in the morning because mm. I think a lot of a lot of the teams underestimated the track temperature. It was windy as well at one point. Um, I think wasn't there it? was a lot of wind. The thing was, I don't. There, there was a, there wasn't a lot of spins, but there was a lot of spins from certain teams, which I thought was interesting. Red Bull being. Red Bull were very, mm, very spinny. Um, we'll talk about Red Bull in a bit. Sorry, yeah. carry on. But yeah, Williams, um, this actually looks like a bit of a recovery for them. And I think I think you're right. They might be in with a chance of getting in the bottom end of the points this year. Mm-hmm. Hope so. You know, the car, um, it's meant to be an evolution of last year's and they've said they've ironed a lot of the problems out. Latifi said that there's still a couple of issues hanging over from last year's car because he did get to drive the 2019 car in a couple of tests. I think he did but, a couple he did a couple of um Friday sessions as well, did yeah. he not? Um apparently we're still calling it. Oh well. Um but your phone is on loud my apparently. Phone, my phone isn't. <laughs> which is very strange because it's meant to be. Um but yeah, the car does drive a lot better than um better than last year's. And George Russell was coming across as the only way to describe it is cagely cautious about it being good. Yeah. Um, I think it'd be interesting because Alpha, if Alpha's who is ahead of them, which I think that's who it's going to be, they have like shaky seasons, don't they, Alpha? You know, so... We saw, yeah, last year they would have sort of good couple of races, mm. anonymous couple of races. Jovanassi yeah. took a while to find his feet. Yeah. And Kimmy occasionally was well off it. Yeah, there'd be sometimes he'd be sort of right on the back of 
the top three mm-hmm. and there'll be other times where he was sort of 15th 16th not really doing much mm. However, at least they've got a platform like that they can develop on. That's what I'm mm. hoping. Yeah, I mean, as as we found out from uh, from Drive to Survive, you know, making an F1 car is very complicated. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> because they did realistically, like development-wise, um, when you see how bad they were at the beginning of the season, you know, it's not like they clawed themselves back onto the end of the uh, end of the field. But what, from where they were, they did get quite a lot of time up. Because if they hadn't developed the car, imagine how bad they would have been by halfway through the <laughs> yeah. season. I mean, they, st- they started off somewhere like three seconds a lap down. Yeah. Um, by the end of the season, they were about a second and a half down. Yeah, yeah. and they were, they were finishing on the lead lap sometimes, weren't they? Yeah, even without shenanigans. Yeah. So, building on that, then... I th- you know, I think they can... We'll, act- we'll actually see Williams overtakes this year. I hope so. Uh, not on just Williams. Yeah. Yeah, bat- battling with different cars rather than themselves, and um, I think you know there's going to be there's going to be more than a few Q twos mm. for those cars. I think I think Latifi, um, for all we take the piss out of him, he's there, he's there on his dad's money, and he's only driving a Williams because he couldn't get into a McLaren even though his dad owns a sizable percentage <laughs> of the team. He was fairly handy in F two though. He's not a bad driver. He, yeah. I think he's more comparable to Russell. Than Kubica, mm. from what we've seen, I still expect Russell to hand him his own yeah. arms back. Yeah, to. I think Russell will still be sort of very comfortably, but mm. I think Latifi will be a little bit closer. Which will yeah, be, it'll be good be. for them generally as a team. I think yeah, to have it. two strong like sets of data to work off. Yeah, rather than the cars crap. Mm. Um, if you haven't watched Drive to Survive yet, the Williams episode is episode nine, and it's harrowing. No spoilers. Mm. It's just harrowing. And you see people losing their shit that you didn't think it was physically possible for them to lose their shit. It's just, it's the bit in the garage before they go, well, not in the garage, in the factory before they go to Barcelona where Claire Williams sort of visits the factory floor and just, that is just, oh, good Lord. <laughs> just, just watch it. Just, it yeah. Just it watch is, it. it, is it. Worth Did anybody think Christian Horner was like, is unbelievably cringy? In yes. the Red Bull episode, like he has definitely walked up to Max Verstappen uh, and like Pierre Gasly wants to go like, "Hey, fellow kids." <laughs> <laughs> he, is, he is turning into um, that teacher that you all had at school that wants to be one of the cool kids. Yeah, and he's almost certainly used the phrase, uh, "I'm going out to crush pussy." <laughs> <laughs> almost certainly has, has he said that. I don't. I don't think he's gone full bro yet. <laughs> You know, on the on the Rob Gronkowski scale, he only registers about a three. <laughs> Rob is, Gronkowski being about several million. There is a definite sense of I'm married to a Spice Girl, don't you know? In that episode, though, isn't it? It's like, oh, yeah, my my wife, my pop star wife. Um, what's up next? I would probably say Alpha was next. Yes, Alpha Romeo, not Alpha Tori. Mm. Some Alpha, yeah. What one of the alphas? Christ, this is gonna get this is gonna get confusing. The red and white alpha, not the grey and white alpha. Blue and white, innit? Colour blind. Mm. <laughs> Excuse me. It's blue and white future reference. <laughs> oh, it right, is sort of, yeah, it is more blue. I think there's like a little bit of red on it somewhere. Yeah. But, anyway, yeah. the 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 red and white yes. one. The one that isn't snake skin. <laughs> yeah. Because that, that's the coolest livery that they've had. Yeah. Um I don't know what I don't know what to make of them because it was a bit Anonymous Sauber. Giovinazzi in... looked shit. I think as well the the added sort of 
inclusion of Kubitsa has mm. just thrown any sense of being able to judge what the fuck they're doing. Because I'm kind of at ease with the, what Kimmy's given. I think when it comes it's Kimmy, to actually, isn't it? yeah. he's done a lot of testing. Yeah. He knows he personally doesn't need to be tuning it up too much. Yeah, so I'm 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 sure Kimmy will be fine, and he'll get probably. 80% of what that car can do every time he gets into it type thing. Um, but yeah, Giovinazzi, when he wasn't slow, he crashed, didn't he? Had a really, really good one where he took the back end of his car off and then he drove off down the road and then the rear wing fell off with it and it caused a red flag. Was, <laughs> this rings a vague yeah. bell now that you mention it. <laughs> um, I, didn't, I didn't think Giovinazzi deserved to keep a seat last year. And... He hasn't but, done but, for our, but Ferrari don't have anyone else at the moment. That's the thing. I think in mm. the in the absence of an, uh, anyone else for the Ferrari seat, I don't think he... The two sweetest words yeah. in the English language, default. That's the thing. I think he didn't do anything that was like, no, we really cannot keep him in the car. I think he's under pressure from Robert Kubica. Because and his money. <laughs> his, his money, um, maybe like we said last week, that his... Ferrari correct connections which never mm. like came to fruition um, and the fact I don't if they just threw him in a car to get a feel for the car for when he's doing sim work I think he'd have just had one go on the first test I couldn't I can't see why they'd give him two days in the car if there wasn't more behind like Checking him out and not just checking the car out. Yeah, I I think, and I've just um, I've just seen a comment on YouTube as well. It's got a feeling of waiting in the wings about it. Mm. Now he's he's driven the car for two half days. You know the shakedown car and the all right. This is what we're starting the season with car because the two cars into the two tests are two completely separate beasts, and he's proved. That he proved what he can get out of it, and yeah, Giovinazzi could be on thin ice. It's interesting, like I mean, fucking Kubica might shut me right up. <laughs> yeah, if he get if he gets back in the team and does well, and I will be so happy to live stream that. Yeah, no, I <laughs> hey, I'll be happy to be wrong. To be perfectly honest, you know, I don't, I don't want anyone to struggle apart from Ferrari and Charles Leclerc <laughs> and Lance Stroll. No, no, <laughs> not even Lance Stroll. I, I want Lance Stroll to be better. <laughs> like, but um, yeah, it, it's interesting, and I don't like. I said, I don't think um, Giovinazzi deserves to be there, and I still, I like. I did. A, I think we discussed this last week, didn't I? Where I said it's a toss up for me between Giovinazzi and Stroll. Which one is the worst driver in Formula One? And I think it might be Giovinazzi. <laughs> If by uh, if by the summer break, um, I mean the, the cut down on testing. This what year after is, Australia? Mm. Yeah, <laughs> 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 oh, test, testing's been cut back this year, so there's no post Bahrain and no post Spanish Grand Prix test. Okay, it's going to be no Bahrain. No, true, <laughs> but the next scheduled test I think is the two day two days after Hungaro Ring. That's mm. that's still on the list as far as I know. Mm. If we're going to get points for the test, the way things are going. <laughs> If we see Kubica um, back in the car after Hungary, I think we could see him in the car in Belgium and not just on a Friday morning. Mm, maybe. And maybe maybe the occasional cock-up from Giovinazzi in the first half of the season. Kubica gets the occasional FP1. Here's a thought. Uh, we've got a shave-down season. 
that means results matter even more. I think that means you you will find teams being even more ruthless than they would normally be, especially the Red Bull lot. Because if all if all of a sudden if you've got an underperforming driver and your twenty race season has shrunk down to ten, you can't afford to go. Oh well, maybe you're all right in five races because you need the other car where the other car is. You might well have a point. Mm. You know this. <sighs> All of a sudden, when one race is goes from less than five percent of the points available during the season to over ten percent, mm. or around ten, you know ten percent or even more, if it gets cut down to less than ten races, mm. um, yeah, they're going to want results quick because you know the less races, the gaps to make up are going to be even smaller. But if you've got a run, um, if you've got a binary team. Where you've got one one driver putting putting the results in, and the other one being a bit of a laggard, yeah. <laughs> then yeah, they are going to have to make changes quick. And I, th- I think, are we going to get another season where the twenty drivers that start the season aren't going to be the twenty drivers that finish? Absolutely, it? absolutely. Someone won't finish this season, and I think it could be Giovinazzi. Giovinazzi. Um, I mean, there's. Someone from Toro Rosso, Toro Rosso probably. probably won't finish finish the season. Um, I see that that was the we, we haven't really got there yet, but it's kind of on point with what we're doing. Albon was absent in that test, and I worry for him unless they were running two completely different programs. If he was running the same programs as Max, and Max was first and second and he was like 15th then that says to me that maybe this card doesn't suit him and i think that might be issue an issue for him they definitely did something different with max on the last day didn't they because they were doing like super soft all the way all the way through through testing um alban wasn't putting that car where a red bull should have been Oh, I thought he was quite near the sharp end on the Friday, but I can't actually. Remember. No, I, th- I think he. I think it was. He was all right. He was all right on the Friday. I mean, Max on the Friday. There was a hell of a lot of sandbagging going on because he, he ended. Was, he ended with like the sixteenth fastest time. I'm sure if if you look at that, he's he was in the lower half. He was the first of the guys that you think should be higher up. I'm sure of it. Uh, let's have a look. I am prepared to uh, believe you, but I. But I mean, can't Red, Red Bull would. We'll, we'll get <laughs> we'll get to Red Bull in a bit, yeah, because there was sandbagging going on. Um, but I think it's Toro Rosso slash Alpha Tori next. Mm. Yeah. On the list. Um, looks all right. Does it's, it? I can't. I couldn't tell you a single thing about them actually from testing. They were very just. They just mm. didn't catch my eye they were they were comfortably midfield which um gotta be honest you'd kind of expect they kind of always look better in testing than they actually are though don't they yeah they had a couple of years ago didn't they when they first got the honda engine Mm. and mclaren had had all the shit for a couple of years and then all of a sudden they come out and they're doing quite reasonable times they weren't breaking down and that year and then it actually gets to a race and it's like oh hang on yeah and that and that that year as well we even wondered whether they could be a sort of podium type car Mm. didn't they at the time they were definitely going to be like solid points Mm. i'm just just looking for uh I'm trying to find like an looking. overall test times and no one seems to have no, just it's, the full uh, it, it's, it's, it's there, really there is one on autosport 
they've got day th- they've got day three of test two, but I was hoping no, they would have it's, like it's a on full... that side. They've got a full roundup. It might be the one which says Bottas finishes. Uh, I can't remember. I was looking at it yesterday. <laughs> Bottas finishes a cake. <laughs> <laughs> finishes a bowl of porridge, surely. <laughs> um, hang on, let's have a let's have a look. Bottas top teams play weird testing games. Um, yeah, let's have a look. I, I found it yesterday. I'm passing you my brand new tablet. Don't break it. I'm trying not to smash it. <laughs> yeah, badly. I was very intermittent with my watching of testing, so I think I've got a slightly skew-if but sense of who yeah, the, was the where. Alpha, Alpha Tori Rosso. Mm. We're gonna have fun with that this year, aren't no. we? They, they looked they looked comfortably midfield, and I think there's I think there's quite a bit of potential in that. I mean, don't forget they've got now got I don't know how it's possible, but stronger ties with Red Bull technology. So does that mean they were putting non Red Bull parts on the car last for the last few years? Maybe well, two years ago they'll have been Honda powered when Red Bull were not. So. You found the Friday Times, but yeah, there's one. There's one with all of them. This is the amount of research that we do before a show. Um, I, I think I think they're in danger of keeping the same lineup all the way through the season. Which it's a it's a very odd Red Bull overall overall times overall times for the whole thing. Alex Album finished nineteenth with a seventeen five. Yeah, I think he was definitely running a different program. Yeah. No, but, but o- over the whole test, though, over the whole test, the Red Bull down there, that worries me for him. I don't know. I'm not too concerned for him at this point, I think. I, I'm fully prepared to think they would just use him for long runs. and. I hope so. I just worry that maybe his style might be completely different to Max, and if they've mm. gone to the Max with the new car... Mm. Then so does that, so does that mean that Lando's in trouble because he was slower? Yeah, no, no. I, I mean, Lando had troubles as well, didn't he? He had troubles over the course of the test. I think he lost basically one of his afternoons. I definitely remember Albon losing time at yeah. one point as well. So, but um, I mean, I, I, I worry for Norris things. as well if Norris doesn't get on top of science, especially with with, with the possibility of a rogue Ricardo. Around <laughs> like at the end of next year. Yes, I mean looking looking at the number of laps that was uh, that was done. Albon only did the fourteenth most laps, mm-hmm. uh, whereas Max Max did four hundred and fourteen. Albon did three hundred and sixty six. I'm thinking different programs. Albon did say as well. He thinks this is easier to drive than last year's, but mm. that might just be yeah. general commentary. That could, be, that could be corporate speak. But anyway, going going back to the, the Toro Tory. Toratory, I like that. Yeah, Tor- Toratory, like is, mm. is that what they're going to be now? Sounds like Tory some sort Rosso. of eighty singer. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I think I think that I think they looked comfortably midfield. Um, the standard thing with Toro Rosso is over the previous few years, you see him in testing, and they're just sort of there or thereabouts. Um, they're not ma- they're not making waves, mm-hmm. times wise, distance wise, reliability wise. There's nothing to shout about, and then the car always goes one way or the other. It always get, it always gets slightly better or slightly worse. I I feel it always seems to be a bit slower come race times. They they I think they start quite. I want to say they're a slow starter, mm. Toro Rosso, Tori Rosso. I think what they're waiting. 
I think what the, what they usually work to do is as soon as Red Bull put an upgrade on, then Toro Rosso get the old part and they put it on their car. So they're like one one level of upgrade behind Red Bull. I don't. I, don't I am think, making this up. Yeah, I don't think they're going to hassle. I don't think they're going to hassle the McLarens and the Renaults. Um. Well, it's Renault. Renault next, because it was kind of a hybrid car that they were running. It was bits of last year's car mm. and bits of this year's car. Because mm. they had they had issues. Um, there was one day um, they they still have not adapted that car for the height of Ocon. He lost time because they couldn't physically get him in the car. Oh right, wow. <laughs> and yeah, you. So that says to me that was more of last year's car in on the track at that point, mm. because for the twenty twenty car, they knew who the driver was going to be. Mm. Yeah, and that fit him in. They had um, Danny Rick had quite a lot of problems in the first week. Things just weren't working. Um, he'd go out, he'd do a lap, and then you wouldn't see him again for another half hour. Mm-hmm. And I think the sort of lack of reliability carried on a little bit into um, into the second week. I just want to just have a look at the amount of laps. Um, 743 laps in total for the team, which when Mercedes did 903. Yeah, and I can't help feeling that one run that stuck Ricardo in was it third? He was um, he was third on one of the days, but his best time overall was thirteenth. Ricardo. Oh no, sorry, that sorry, I'm looking at looking at distance. Yeah. Um. Yep. Sorry, he was third. Um, that was that was on the that was on the mega ultra kitten hmm. soft. And yeah. he said he said he only he thought he only had a tenth left in him, so it, so it was obviously the qualifying run. That he was doing, mm. so it, that to me, especially the fact that he did it on the last day, feels it was a Renault glory run yeah. to try and deflect from just any to, issues just to try and make make us look good. Mm. And don't forget, like even when it came to the launch, wasn't it? They because they did like a a virtual launch with yeah, teaser hints, a launch teaser hints a launch. of a rendering yeah. of the car. And then when Cyril Abitabil was asked why they didn't have a car, he said, "Well, it's impossible for us to have a car ready now." He said, "Well, lots of other teams have cars. <laughs> yeah, you're kind of meant yeah. to be driving it yeah. in about so, four days." I can't, I can't remember whether Renault are in a load of trouble, and we just can't see it yet. Yeah, it it will be interesting to see what ter- what turns up on the track in Australia. Yeah, because it will look different let's anyway. Just, let's just say we're assuming the Australian Grand Prix is going to go ahead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. We it's know safer... anyway that this Renault is going to look very different because we know that they've been using a testing livery. Mm-hmm. So yeah. they could change a lot on that car and it wouldn't necessarily take us... It would take us probably a couple of practice mm-hmm. sessions to figure out exactly what they've done. Yeah. but Which is fun. Are they, are they going back to the late nineties, early noughties thing? Where oh, let's run last year's car for the first few races, and then we'll we'll debut the new car in Spain or Holland or maybe so late nineties, early noughties. I seem to recall there was a McLaren called the MCL whatever A yeah. a couple of years ago, and, and, and then there, a there, B suddenly turned up at a, Spain. A Force India B as well, yeah. wasn't there? <laughs> yeah, I think McLaren. I can't I can't remember what year it was. It was either. Um, 2000 and it was either 2001 or 2002 where they had to run last year's car because that year's car failed the crash test um was 30 miles an hour down at top speed on everything else and was um didn't like turning corners are we talking about lance stroll (laughs) (laughs) 
in 2001 he'd have been about two <laughs> yeah it was that one season where he was a transformer <laughs> Yeah, and, uh, and then then they they just ended up scrapping scrapping it. Ran the previous season's car all the way through the year, and then debuted the car the following year, which was an evolution of what was meant to be the year before's car that worked. Absolute team suicide a B spec car this year. Team suicide because if you're if you're busy working on a B spec car, that means you're not work, busy yep. working on twenty twenty one's car. This is why this is why I think that what we're going to see for the Renault is we haven't we haven't had the A spec car. We've we've got the half spec, but what's the point? What's the point in bringing a? I mean, unless they they are in real real trouble, because that means you're going to turn up to Australia with an untested car. Oh, we think they're in trouble anyway, don't we? Yeah, like differently, yeah. like business trouble. Well, no, I, I don't I don't think I don't think we're going to see the the finished article in Australia. I think I think they're still going to use this hybrid thing um, up to the European races. That's what I mean, but I think mm. if, if you if you put that much develop into a B-spec car that's going to come out halfway through the year... How is your phone still not on silent? It's my tablet. I haven't, <laughs> I haven't muted that. But if, you, if you're going to put that much time into a B-spec car, you're mm-hmm. fucking next year. But do they have to? Because if they don't have a good season, is there a next year for them? There's probably not a Daniel Ricciardo. Mm-hmm. I think that's a big... Oh, he's, big he's, he's, for yeah. them. he's gone at the end of the season. He will walk. Yeah. Um, he's. Did you notice how nice he was about every team, even down to the DAS system on the Mercedes? Like, yeah, yeah, it's great. I'm so happy they've got it. Good for them. <laughs> he's yeah. everyone's best yeah. friend, yeah, yeah, particularly yeah. those who have race-winning cars. Did, did I mention McLaren? I love McLaren. Yeah, being nice to everyone who's got drivers that are out of contract at the mm-hmm. end of the year, which, which is, is about, most of them. Which is about ninety percent of the grid. Bull Bull driver prediction twenty twenty one. Carlos Sainz to Ferrari and Daniel Ricciardo to McLaren. I think I'd quite like to see both of them, actually. Mm. Yeah. That'd be quite entertaining. I don't think that would be a bad thing. Um, But, yeah, Renault, so hard to judge. Not being funny, like... I mean, even the... I don't particularly like Charles Leclerc's thing. He's a bit of a whinger. Really? You've (laughs) never mentioned that. This is shocking news to the listeners. But that would be a fucking handsome team, wouldn't it? <laughs> like, this, there, there would be an outbreak of homosexuality within Ferrari if those two were in that the, team. The helmet putting on gallery would be interesting for that one. In that mm. case, you could you could just use it as like a flick book. <laughs> <laughs> like there's another one and another one. <laughs> um, right, I think it will be McLaren next. Ah. Mm-hmm. Um, I I think they are going to be the fifth best team. I think they're going to be the fourth best team because I think Ferrari are in big yeah, trouble. Yeah, Ferrari are a bit questionable, aren't they? I think McLaren will overall beat Racing Point. Maybe not if they're... They might not beat them on the first race. But what's <laughs> for the, but when did we hear that? Hang on, isn't, isn't Sergio Perez winning the championship in your world? Oh, yeah, no, just that's my five-pan punt. Like, you know, that's, that's like crazy things happen uh-huh. in the world. But Lance Stroll's going to finish on minus 75 points. Oh, so I that, see, yes, that's why it, yes. That's why it means McLaren will be there at the end of the season somehow running three cars with Alonso coming back. It's only because because I still believe that if you use loads of bits from... Um, last year's from a last year's car like uh, racing point have done that you will hit a development wall at some point because that car has already been developed to the nth degree by mercedes i don't believe racing point can develop it more than what mercedes have done 
Unless it's Mercedes that's carrying on the development in secret. Yeah. No, no, but e- even then, I think they would have already done it. You know, do you know what I mean? There is the, it, when you get cars, there is like an end of development for a particular development path. But will Mercedes have necessarily reached that because they wouldn't necessarily have had to have taken it as far as they could have to don't, still be winning? Maybe not. Don't, don't forget, we were talking about, um, about Mercedes having switched off round about Singapore. Yeah, yeah, if they've that, just dialed in a couple of tweaks to keep it looking true. fresh, there might actually still be a but way to go. But it's still a year old at the, that, yeah. at that point as well. Um, and McLaren on McLaren, you know, it's they're, 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 the wind has been sort of in their direction and they have the like, development capabilities that McLaren have. I, Racing Point is a good team and they develop well. I don't think they do it as well as McLaren do it. I think it might be one of the more closely fought more interesting to yes. watch yeah, yeah, competitions yeah, yeah. it's it's going to be tight tight between the pair of them and mm-hmm. let's they'll let's... beat them in the championship because of stroll <laughs> that's true <laughs> his minus 75 points stroll will be all the will difference will be fourth of the four drivers <laughs> from those two teams but back in the false india days they were always stronger in the second half of the season now yeah, but now it's, it's not now mclaren though is it well no i'm talking about racing point no no but the thing <laughs> but, but but you you t- like McLaren being as bad as McLaren were has been like a blip in the history of McLaren. Yeah? Yeah. Um apart apart from those Porsche engines which were another blip. Yeah, but but like it's <laughs> Oh, and when as, when they were running Peugeots. But in modern in modern Formula 1. Yeah, okay. yeah. They I don't I don't think they have the facilities and the manpower to beat McLaren. Don't forget, though, how much of McLaren's focus is going to be on next year because they've got more to do than most teams. Probably about the same for 2021. Why have they got more to do? Um, they're going to be working with a different engine supplier next year. Yeah, but I mean, there's going to be a lot, lot of changes. I know. Yeah, you can. You know, they, they, they've now they've now got to build a car, but they can't really base a lot of it on what they've got this year. They've also got a much bigger team than Force Racing India. <laughs> and, and your point um, that they can afford to develop a car and develop next year's car where Racing Point R- Racing Point are probably going to have to cut off quicker than McLaren are McLaren again we come back to what I was talking about yeah. before with like the NASCAR and Haas side of things McLaren have a technology yeah. arm that can just happen to be looking at the aero yeah. application of something and oh that might work over uh, there yes we, we were making this new rear wing for a bike Let's, let's not forget here that this might be just the the fact they've only done it this year as well. Um, Racing Point want to be a team. You know, the Endstone team want to, not the Endstone team, sorry. The Silverstone team. Silverstone team want to be a real racing team. They don't want to be Haas, for no. instance. I think they've took all the bits from Mercedes for a one-off glory year, essentially. That's why I don't think the development will go on in that oh, car. Okay, so you think they're sort of buying themselves some time so that they can start year. on next year yeah. well in advance. Interesting. So the, not Ast- a the bad Aston thought. Martin rolled out of the garage and look, we made this yeah. ourselves. Mm. In it, it good. Yeah, but but then they've probably put in more time than everyone else. I see, I see the logic yeah, that's, that's because a, they, that's they can't they can't, go, they can't go using last next year uh, last year's Mercedes next year. No, no, not with not with everything changing. That's why Haas will be fucked. <laughs> 
Unless, of course, Delara. No, but even so, they still get like <laughs> Delara still like, are heavily influenced by last mm-hmm. year's Ferrari. Hmm. So they could be next year's Haas could be heavily influenced by this year's Andretti. Mm. <laughs> it's a, I think it's so open next year. This this is why um, I think you'll see lots of driver. Maybe you'll see people making like punts on things because. It's so open for a brawn moment next mm. year. Yeah, there's no there's no to stop that happening. Yeah, because all new rules and mm-hmm. you know look what ha- look what happened the last time Mercedes just went yeah we got this yeah bang mm-hmm. and pretty much unbeaten yeah ever since. Um, but yeah, I think McLaren based based on what we saw in. In the tests, out of the teams battling for fourth and fifth, or the traditional, the most recent fourth and fifth teams, um, they have drivers sort of capable of five and six, and a racing point have four and seven in that little mini league between yeah. the four of them. I think Maybe. seven potentially could still be optimistic <laughs> if if the, if the Tory Tory Toro to the thingies are having a good day. Team yeah. t- team T-shirt. Yeah. Yes, that could be that could be the new one. Team T-shirt. That's mm. yes. That's what they're called now. I mean, even like Lando needs to step up as well this year. You know, it's he's. But I think he will do. I, I, think, I, hope I think rookie will do. year is yeah. done. Yeah, I mean, don't, don't don't forget with McLaren last year the amount of out and out bad luck that they had. Oh yeah, so especially mm-hmm. Lando off starts the amount of clouts he had from different mm-hmm. people. Yeah, um, you know, one lap in Canada and his brakes are on fire. Yeah, yeah. You know what was it? Melted the rear suspension. But he did have a tendency on the ra- some of the races he was in where pace disappeared somewhere. Usually, usually off the line for the first half dozen races because um, he was losing an average two and a half places per race. Oh, but even even towards the end of the end of the race, you know, think about the amount of times that he's had to help Carlos Sainz out in various, various forever times. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, but you, you know what I mean? Like it's yeah. He he does. He needs to be on pace with Carlos Sainz, mm. or he will lose his seat next year. I I don't th- I don't think his seat's in danger. Daniel Ricciardo. Think... Daniel Ricciardo. Yeah, but if Sainz is going to Ferrari, yeah, that's the thing. It depends who Daniel Ricciardo is placing. Daniel Ricciardo is going to have an effect on the driver market for the second season out of three. I hope he does it properly this time because it didn't really kick off quite as much as we were hoping last time, did it? Put out, out the idea of Alonso going back to McLaren next year either. <laughs> Fucking hell. <No. laughs> we made it over an hour into the podcast though. No, we no, but he's, going he's more still, than an hour here. There, will, there is going to be one of the best drivers in the world wants to get back to Formula 1 Zach Brown's year. already, does, Zach Brown's already said to. that he doesn't want him all right 10 minutes before he announced that he was driving for, driving for them in Indy. <laughs> and apparently now Alonso is going to be doing a, few, uh, a couple more races on the calendar as well. Yeah. Well, yeah, it might be an idea to get some practice this time, see if he can actually qualify. I'm still saying that when he was doing simulator work for McLaren, he wasn't doing that out of the goodness, goodness of his heart. He's doing it for cap sales. Doing it for cap sales. <laughs> <laughs> he's, got, he's got all that merch left over from oh, last year's yeah. Indy that he needs to shift. No, he <sighs> can't because the dickhead had the date stitched into yeah, it. So never, unless you, unless you get that. your pick out and like, unstitch Every it. Every pack comes with a free Kimoa branded Sharpie. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> right race details in here. Mm. <laughs> I'm glad he's racing for McLaren though that year. It, it would be nice, even if he doesn't win it, if it's you know just to fucking rescue the shambles 
than it was the first time around. Yeah, I wonder if they'll bring Bob Fernley back. For... <laughs> I suspect not. I think the only reason Bob Fernley would be getting get back is so somebody could slap him. <laughs> he has disappeared off the radar completely since the Indy 500 last I, year. I suspect he's probably taking some time to enjoy his he hobbies. He didn't have a wheel. <laughs> the car didn't have a wheel. <laughs> Neither did Kimmy in that mental Baku race, and he did all right. Steering wheel. That's true. That's true. <laughs> did he not retire from that race twice? Yeah, I, I think, think so. Yeah. <laughs> Which is it's not good. Um, right. So we sort of touched well, on yeah. touched on racing point. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think I think probably they are the next one up the ladder. Mm-hmm. Certainly, certainly on car performance. Um, is this the year that we actually see Perez doing what he's capable of? I, I think hope Ferrari. So. I think we need we need to be putting I, Ferrari, yeah. talk about Ferrari well, now. We were talking about racing, but okay, Ferrari fourth. I think so. I mean, mm. I, and I think they're in a worse position than they appear to be in. I think they're a midfield runner. That, uh, uh, so for the for in Australia, anyway, who knows what they'll be able to rescue throughout the course of the season. But let's look at it. Look at it easy, yeah. They've got this fucking imminent court case, I think, with the other teams after the this, FIA announcement. Yeah, and, yeah. I mean, that is that is crooked as fuck, is what it is. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the, the 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 basics are the FIA and Ferrari have come to a settlement over the questions over last year's fuel flow on the power unit. Don't right, right. do it again. You don't you don't come to a settlement if there was nothing wrong. Yeah. And Ferrari will be giving assistance to the FIA on various matters regarding... It's like safety and safety community and... service. And this is what Vettel had to do when he rammed Hamilton yeah. in. Yeah. Ferrari cheated. Like, out and out. Like, I mean, not just a bending of the rules or, like, when you get a... Uh, you could you could even say maybe the fucking F-duct when McLaren had that. It was within the rules, but it yeah. might not be within the spirit. Yeah, it was. Of it was a loophole. Yeah, um, what Ferrari were doing was blatant out and out cheating. And I mean, they, and they should be thrown out for a year for it. I mean, the, the way the way that this looks to me from the outside is basically the FIA saying, "We know you cheated, but we haven't got cast iron proof." You know you cheated, and you're not going to give us the cast iron proof. They must have the if they've come to a settlement. Yeah, I would, that sounds like Ferrari have gone. You got us, Gov. Mm. And then they've come to a settlement, but they're not telling the other teams. And the other teams won't talk about it because I think they're going to take Ferrari to court. Yeah, if they've actually reached a settlement, you you would expect they would have a little bit mm-hmm. more than a couple of team principals going, oh, why is it so fast? Yeah. it's The the whole thing is... It's... It, I think Are we, we going have... back to the days of Ferrari international assistance? I, th- I think we Under- actually international have. International cover We've got more questions, I think, about it now than we had before. Because yeah. I think before we knew something was up. Now yeah. we know something's up, but we know less what. Up until Friday it was, were Ferrari definitely cheating? Mm. Now it's, yes, well, what, what and how were they and, doing? And, yeah. But doesn't this make sense when you look at the pace they had at the beginning of last year? Um, all all the way through, off, up until halfway through the year, till someone turned around and said, "Hang on a second, mate," and then all the qualifying pace just disappeared. Where all of a sudden, towards the end of last year, they looked like fourth or fifth best car. So, does it not stand to reason that now they've been caught with what they were doing, everything's always like a a development from the year on year and year? So they would have 
essentially at the beginning of last year, having not been caught, been looking to go into this year doing the same thing that they were doing. And now all of a sudden they come into this year with a lower powered engine. Potentially, I, yeah, but we have kind of hypothesised that this year's car is quite different from last year's. So no, no, but engine-wise, they anything. But they've already, they've already said that they are down on power. Mm. Okay. So, you know, that to me says that they went in, that they would have been doing this. They would have they wanted to carry on doing what they were doing. So they built the car around the iffy engine, mm. mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden the power's not there because. They've cheated to. Oh, we, oh, we've, oh we've, got, we've got to use the same rules as everyone else. But they've they've cheated to make up the deficit to Mercedes. That's what they've done. They've they can't build an engine to match Mercedes, so they've cheated to try and build bridge the gap. I think we will hear much more on this. This this one is going to drag on. Yes. It's it's going to be bloody, which could be good if there's more coronavirus cancellations. That's true because it'll be good for us. Yeah, because it gives us more speculation to yeah. talk about every week when we haven't got <laughs> races to talk about. Mm-hmm. This this one's going to drag on longer than Spygate. Oh, maybe or Crashgate. Oh, Crashgate even. Neither, and just like Spygate and Crashgate, Alonso wasn't involved with this one either. Nope, <laughs> not at all. <laughs> In fairness, I think we might genuinely have to let him off on this one. (laughs) I can't see any way he was involved. So, a difficult season for Ferrari. I do hope so. (laughs) But the the problem is, is by having a difficult season for for Ferrari, it does take Vettel down. I do kind of like Vettel. But we know you prefer Leclerc. So what do we what do we got next? Racing point or Red More Bull? More of a shoe bun man. Actually, I think probably racing point, but maybe not in Australia. They might be higher up in Australia, but yeah, the, yeah. I mean, you know, the pink Mercedes comments have been there since day one of the first test. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, the whole aero philosophy is identical to the Mercedes from last year. Is at the front of the car definitely. The, towards mm. the back, it's. Yeah. There's I'm, a few. I'm, I'm not. I've not looked there. close up at the um, at You're the not differences. Like up, up, at, up its exhaust. Not 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 yet. But I think we may have to. Um, we may have to get somebody on at some point to. Yeah. Uh, I, to, I don't think the back end is quite as tight as the Mercedes. The Mercedes got this got this like ultra Coke bottle thing going on, hasn't it? Mm. I don't think the back of the racing point is quite as tight, and the uh, the rear wings are completely different. I think that uh, yeah, there was extra side vanes in the Mercedes mm. ones as well, wasn't there? No, it's in, in, in the rear wings, the side panel, side yeah, flaps. Yeah, but I mean, to, to be perfectly honest, the Racing Point have got some like nifty little wings on like the side panels. They've, they've they seem to have done a really nice job with the with the rear wing. Yeah, I don't I don't know if they've got um, got a new aero team working there, but I mean they've been on this massive recruitment drive mm. over the last couple of years. Yeah, and it appears to be paying off. Either that or. I don't know, somebody found some blueprints in a photocopy shop somewhere <laughs> in Northampton. They, d- they did lose um, some staff, I know, of a couple, of, certainly a couple of people who went from Force India, as they were then, to Mercedes when it was a bit sort of iffy as to what was going on in that mm. administrative administration period. So there mm. is some crossover of personnel. Yeah, the one the one about the plans with them. But that, do, you think, <laughs> do you think Williams are pretty good? Williams, yeah, 
because they were you, hoping to be Mercedes too. Well, I, I think they kind of knocked it back though, didn't they? Because when, when the talks about them having the technical link up with Mercedes, it was Claire Williams going, "No, no, we're, we're Williams, our own team. We're an independent team." Yeah, I mean, what, which I kind of admire, but and one one thing that when she you're said, at the back of the grid, it's yeah. Yeah. One, one thing that she said that was uh, very telling on Friday was the reason that they're building their own gearboxes and not taking the Mercedes ones yeah. is that it would actually cost more to make the entire gearbox team redundant than it would be to buy in the gearboxes from somewhere else. So Jesus. it would it would it would cost them money. What is their redundancy was, package? Was this like? Williams this is, saying that? This was this was Claire Williams. Sounds like PR bullshit to me that. Everything anyone says sounds like PR bullshit. No, no, because you? you're still because yeah. even if you buy them, if you, even if you buy the gearboxes in, you're still going to need the mechanics to fit them and look after them and do the stuff with them. It's not you know and break them down and rebuild them between races. But I think that, I think these are the designers. Um, mm. I I don't know how many people it takes to design and build a gearboxes uh, to how many people it takes to. I think if you had a Williams capable Me- of... Mechanic, another team's <laughs> gearbox that you brought yeah, in. But if you had a Williams that was capable of scoring podiums and being in the points all the time, I'm pretty sure that money deficit would be worked out pretty fucking rapidly by the end of the year. Unless they haven't got the operating budget to actually make the redundancy payments, which would have to go out all at once and then um, pay out money for the gearboxes rather than you just pay the wages every month from the cash flow that's coming in. I don't know. It, it just sounds like nonsense. Don't forget, accountancy, accountancy, and money when it comes to business works in different ways. Oh no, no, I understand that, but I'm just saying what that that to me. Absolutely, sound... ac- accountants work in different ways as well. If you're <laughs> listening to the Patreon, but that that to me sounds like, like I say, Williams must be gutted. So, mm. I, I think Williams must be gutted. That to me sounds like PR nonsense for them to say. Oh yeah, well we we didn't want it anyway because of this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, if if you're given if you're given the opportunity to be um, effectively Mercedes is Haas, mm-hmm. um, yeah, well, being, do you take being, it? Being Ferrari's Haas hasn't worked so well for Haas that they went out and pretty much bought half another team to make them their new mm. B team. Yeah, <laughs> so we're completely good for Salba, really. You know, it's Salba, Alpha, Romeo are uh, still. In- they're still where Salba would yeah. be. They haven't. They haven't really gone forward like we thought they were going to. Yeah, they were cusp of the points the last year mm. with Leclerc and Ericsson. They it's were kind, kind of in the same area. Kind last of where year. Salba lives. Yeah. The the occasional surprise result and then anonymous. Mm. Mm. I mean, we you know five years ago when we started doing this, we we christened them anonymous Salba. Yeah. <laughs> God, is it really five years? God, I wonder what would have happened if it if BMW would have just stayed as an engine manufacturer. For Salba, instead of buying the team out and wrecking it, I think we'd have been looking at BMW Salba being a top-running team. Salba uh, fighting Mercedes for championships. Yeah, I do. Qubits a world title mid mid to late noughties? They would have at least been where Red Bull have been in the sort of non-championship winning Red Bull times. Mm. Yeah, it certainly have had more than one win against his name. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, although Ferrari were about to poach him. Mm. Well, yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. And Renault, Renault took him off Sauber as well. Mm. Yes, they but did, again, that was that was Sauber on its way but down. That was, wasn't yeah. yeah, that that was that was that when was, they stopped being as good. Yeah, it was being, when it was ripped apart. Um, Same with Williams. If it, uh, BMW fucked Williams as well, yeah. So if you're if you're a team principal and BMW say we can help, 
No, probably shut, just yeah. Shut the door. Move on. Yeah. Th- <laughs> thanks, but thanks, but no thanks. Treat it, treat, treat it as you would any other cold call. Yeah. <laughs> BMW, be right back. <laughs> um, um, so where were we? Yeah, um, with Racing Point. The I'm only... thinking since we veered away, have we covered Racing Point? Well, I was going to say the only thing that seems to be going to be letting them down is Lance Stroll. Well, yes. Yeah, I I want him to do well, but I mean, how how many seasons has he been? Is this third season? No, this is fourth. fourth. <sighs> Fucking hell! <laughs> Fucking yeah. hell! Two at Williams. Last year at Racing Point. This year mm. at Racing Point. It's. This is make or break for him. His dad, you know, his dad is going to get sick of it at some point. Mm-hmm. If I, I don't think they can have him in uh, Austin Martin next year. If if Perez is challenging for podiums and Stroll is challenging for points, yeah, it's not good. Then that's it. He's been found out. I think Perez will win a race this year. If it, it depending on how many races we have. Yeah, you know, I mean, even with with, with ridiculous right. so, championship. Out so this is going to be a repeat of when Keke Rosberg won the World Drivers' Championship because he only won one race that season. No, no, the, the, <laughs> don't, come on now. The the championship <laughs> thing, the, cha- the championship thing is by no means a prediction. It's you've just, just put your money on it. Fa- it's worth a fiver of my money at two hundred and fifty to one <laughs> on the chance. Like I said, the 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 crazy accumulator of things that had to go on. For my idea to work of <laughs> Red Bull and Ferrari fucking it and the two Mercedes taking each other out every other weekend. You know, it's, we're talking Heinz held Frentzen in the Jordan when he was a fucking outsider <laughs> for the World Championship. Yeah, that's what we're talking here. It but, could happen. But I do think it's like a, a genuine um, opportunity for them to win a Grand Prix. Like they almost won a Grand Prix with Fisichella. Yeah. Yeah, it's... Yeah, what one technical cock up away from uh, winning a race, and Kimmy being pretty fucking ace around Spa. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> if there was any man they didn't want there to be fight racing in, in, in at Spa, it's Kimmy Raikkonen, isn't it? Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I mean, we we covered for, covered Ferrari, who yeah. we we think a third racing point yeah. came out covered of. Ferrari with scorn and disapproval. <laughs> Just an average week. <laughs> so that 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 just leaves Mercedes. Have we done Red Bull? Oh, we haven't done Red Bull. <laughs> well, we kind of dropped him in. We've, in various we've, we've bits kind of because yeah. we haven't done Max. Yeah, we had a yeah. little Albon yeah. moment. Yeah. Um, could not get his glory run together, could he? No. There was a lot of sandbagging uh, mid afternoon on Friday. There was a lot yeah, of but then sand they, trapping. But they sent him out, didn't they? Like the last five minutes. Mm. Those tires, they took like they took the covers off on one side before the other side because they reckoned they needed to be cooler because it's a whichever way the track goes around. I can't remember in Barcelona, uh, but like they clockwise. they they like properly did it like a quali run. Yeah, it was like there were stopwatches and shit in that garage, and, then and go, it didn't. Work. Then he goes and screws up the chicane. Yeah, but yeah, earlier on, I don't know if you saw this, but he was setting absolutely blistering first and second sectors. On the nice straight and long mm. curve bits, and it's like you said, it Red Bull Central, that isn't it? Yeah, give it, give it a tight corner, because mm. on the third, as you, as you described it last week, twisty turny bit, mm-hmm. he was all over the bloody place. If I blind you with technical knowledge, just tell me, and I, I'll simplify. <laughs> <it>. <laughs> yeah. Can you simplify twisty turny bit a bit further? 
Squiffy bit. That'll do. <laughs> um, yeah, he was um, he was absolutely useless on uh, on sector three. Yeah, that he... is unusual for a Red Bull, isn't it? Yeah, like that's that's usually their thing. Mm. It's unusual for Max Verstappen as well. Mm. So it uh, have they built a car which is quick but hard to drive, and then Red Bull's diva. If they make it easier to drive, are they going to lose pace? Mm. I, I I'm wondering now, looking at that, whether um, Max Verstappen is going to regret his early contract signing. Signed until twenty fifty. I'm sure. I'm sure there's a contract. You know, the, the is it twenty twenty three? I think it might be twenty twenty four. I think it was a five year deal that he signed. Yeah. Obviously, there'll be some sort of performance clause in it because. Yeah. He said, you know, if, if he had a performance close in the last one where he had to finish third in the championship, mm-hmm. which we now know. Mm. the uh, Yeah, but I mean, let's face it, who would, who would you back in a fight? Joss Verstappen or Christian Horner? Oh, Joss, obviously. <laughs> I think they'd both go out and crush Puss together. <laughs> <laughs> but, Disturbing. <laughs> you expected anything different? <laughs> Actually, no. Who would, who would you who would you rather in a fight, Jos Verstappen or Helmut Marko? Oh hell! Oh, I, I reckon I could batter Helmut Marko. It depends, though, but doesn't how it? How about the other eye? Yeah. Oh no! Well, I would just punch him in the good eye first. <laughs> <laughs> what are you going to do now? Be like fighting a cyclops after I that. I reckon he knows some like dark arts, though. Like he will like know. Palpatine. How... Yeah. That's Bernie, <laughs> yeah, he has isn't a touch. It? He has a touch of the emperor about him. <laughs> F1's on Bill Belichick. I'm almost <laughs> convinced he's had a few touches, but anyway. Verstappen's contract is 2023, by the 2023. Way. Ah, yeah. So yeah, I reckon there's going to be a performance clause in his contract next year. So yeah, we can that would sound reasonable. So we can see what the new cars are like. Mm-hmm. I think anyone's con- anyone who's contracted beyond uh, the end of this season has probably got a performance clause for 2021. Mm. Um, so anyone of note. Yeah, Leclerc. Well, well no, I think, I think the only, I, I think the only, the only drivers with contracts beyond the end of this season are uh, Verstappen, Leclerc, and Perez. Yeah. Because it, tellingly, um, Lance Stroll has only got a one-year contract. As it, I still don't think he's ever been announced. I think he just turns up. <laughs> I, I don't remember ever seeing a big like Lance Stroll signs announcement. I feel that Leclerc probably hasn't got the performance clause that you might think he has in his contract because it's he's not he's not been like Max Verstappen he hasn't proven himself himself like Max Verstappen has and he signed for Ferrari when Ferrari were doing the swiffy swiffy engine bit mm. so he signed when Ferrari looked every bit like the championship contender so if if come Bahrain you know like when his engine blew up and he he could have won the race Come Bahrain, if someone turned around to him and said, will you, will you sign a five-year deal for us? You're probably going to go, yeah. You're not going to know that later on the season they're going to take the goji out of your engine. <laughs> well, he's been, he's been with Ferrari for how many years? Birth. Yeah, I think they have developed him. Mm. Yeah, I think I think they I think they brought him brought him through mm. from when he was about fourteen or fifteen. Mm-hmm. I think it might have even been a little bit younger than that. But now now they've got the other one, haven't they? The other Leclerc. Mm. Yes, uh, Arthur. Arthur. I think yeah, he did he did Formula E rookie test. Oh, that's a shame for him. He was very <laughs> average. Was he? Yeah. <laughs> so an exceptional Formula E driver. <laughs> I think he was about like 16th out of 20. 
but possibly a little bit younger and a little bit less than than some of the others in terms of track time. But but yeah, back back to Red Bull. If they have made if they have made a tricky car to drive mm. on twisty circuits, it's not very interesting, new, is it? Mm. But the other thing, well, every everyone runs out of juice sooner or later. Be you a competitor or a designer or anything, you know, it's there comes a point where, especially if you excel at something. That the ideas stop. It's like it's a natural thing of getting old. We see it in every every field. That I, I think um, Allison. I think James Allison is the new like the new new the new new the new new the new daddy of making Formula One cars. Um, it'd be interesting to see whether James Key turns into that sort of you know considering Red Bull were grooming him to mm. be their next Adrian Newey. It'll be interesting to see whether James Key can. Like become a a permanent fixture in like what our like conversation of designers. Because mm, he's he's been around the fringes since mm. two three years back. Yeah, yeah. When he designed the Mercedes, like Toro Rosso. Mm-hmm. But I mean, this, um, I think Chris said it a couple of weeks ago. This this is his first McLaren that he's overseen the whole lot of. Yeah. It's probably it's probably been the first car that he's been able to develop as well, which has had a like uh, as large a budget as McLaren would have given, with the freedom to do what he's doing without a big brother team looking mm. over the shoulder all the time, and and not even just looking over the shoulder, but turning around and saying, "We'd rather you put these bits on the car because we <laughs> think they'll work good for us by Spain." Possibly, or these bits don't work quite as well for us anymore. You have to put them on there. Yeah, yeah. Um, so that just leaves Mercedes. Yeah. Um, Sorry, just quick before we do the Mercedes. Uh, Max Verstappen does not look like a title contender this year, does he? From from testing right now, because no, not what we. But from what we what we saw, Mm. I think Red Bull had to do a Mercedes. They had to do like the pounding of laps in. They had to do the consistent race runs, and uh, you know, and they haven't they haven't really looked like a consistent team where Mercedes just consistently looked like Mercedes. But I don't think Verstappen needs that. I think, I, think, Red, I think Red Bull do. I think Red Bull possibly, but I think mm-hmm. Verstappen, if he just happens to turn up and the car is quick, he'll be fine. Oh, yeah, but he, he needs it to be consistent over mm. the course of a season. The, pro- the problem is, though, does the car look quick and not as quick not as quick as previous? Mm. Mm. One to keep an eye on. Yeah, or certainly on more technical tracks. Yeah. Uh, right, that does leave Mercedes. Yeah. Yes. Um, bang the laps in. Had mostly good reliability. Apart Mercedes from test by numbers. One engine going. No, not a Mercedes test by numbers. They got in more laps this year than they did in last year with two last days. Wow. That's right. So, it was an effort. Yeah. This this was Mercedes test two point If they're the numbers. So that makes sense that one of the engines went. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? If if they're mm. putting that way, if they literally were going out to break the car. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Friday alone between Hamilton and Bottas, they did three Grand Prix distances. That's crazy. That's like back with the Rosberg-Hamilton days where they broke the drivers before they broke the car. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, they they were just um, out running race sims, throwing in, the, throwing in the odd quali lap, and nothing nothing major went wrong and i think it's going to be business as usual this year oh, yeah. how how much right 
I know you go into every season, especially a team like Mercedes, and we think that they're going to give each driver equal opportunity to win a championship. Now, when you've got one of your drivers who is one of the most marketable people in Formula One, now and the other's Lewis Hamilton. Yeah, but now, yeah, <laughs> now, uh, but becoming one of the those sportsmen that come around every once in a while that transcend the sport they're in. You know, we're talking Tiger Woods, David Beckham's, uh, Kobe Bryant's, those type of people that just lift themselves out of the sport they're in and become public figures. Every everyone knows who they are, regardless of whether yeah. they follow the sport or not. Yeah. And not only that, he is like a nose away from becoming the most successful driver in Formula One history. How much do you want that Finn to get a championship? Really? It's yeah, it's a tricky one, isn't it? It's there's a lot of I I could kind of see an argument from both sides of it because there's there's a lot to getting Hamilton yeah. to that point where he's level with Schumacher and blah blah blah. Um, also, it's a value prospect. Look at the amount they pay Hamilton to the amount they pay yeah. the Bottas. Yeah. But yeah, having across the era three different champions in your car, mm-hmm. it kind of shows that it was your car as yeah. well. And I think that could be something Mercedes would be keen to have. Maybe. I, I don't think there's any doubt that Mercedes are trumpeting that it's it's their car. Oh, yeah. Mm. Um, you know, reg- regardless of... Who wins this year? Which it is going to be Hamilton. Oh yeah, it will be. Um, <laughs> something crazy is going to have to. I think Lewis is going to have to lose the championship. You know, it's, it's going to be one of those ones where his his head's going to have to go mm. for Bottas to beat him because I, I don't think Bottas is capable. Where he, spent, where he spends all season trying to take Bottas out or something. Yeah, I, I just don't think he he would need a 2008 McLaren type season. You know, <laughs> too, too much too much infighting. <laughs> Sorry, not 2008. I was going to say, 2008 went quite he, well. Yeah, it went, went quite well. Which was, was it 2009 where he kept yeah. driving into Massa? I don't know if it was 2009 where he kept driving into Massa. I think it, I think it was. That, that was the year of Don't Touch Me, Man. No, no I think that no, was a couple of years later. No, because was his teammate. So it would have been 2011, yeah. maybe? Yeah, I think it would have been. Yeah, it would have been 2011, because that was Button's exceptional year with McLaren, wasn't it? I think it, it might yeah. even have been 2012. Yeah, I can't remember. Anyway, it was, although Hamilton yeah, it was spent, in that neck of the woods. Although Hamilton spent a lot of the Canadian Grand Prix that year driving into Button. Yeah, yeah, but he, <laughs> he had a he had an exceptionally bad year where just nothing seemed to go right for him, and I think he would have to have that same sort of like personal life psychological breakdown for Bottas to win a world championship. I just don't see it happening now. I think personally, he's achieved Zen. Yeah, he does. He seems happy with where he is I, and I, the, the next iteration of Lewis Hamilton will be he'll evolve into purist energy yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh, he, he becomes Q yeah. <laughs> yeah I mean if testing showed us anything it's that Mercedes have designed another championship winning car seems to and they've put a championship winning driver in it and even then right even without the because they talk about not bringing Das to the first race Mm. So and we don't even know what that's worth. Like with the Mercedes looks like a decent car anyway when they haven't tested. Yeah, that. I, think the, I think they only used it once in once in the whole yeah, the second yeah, week yeah. for two laps or something. I think Bottas had a go and Hamilton had a go, didn't they? And that was yeah. it. So the car's fine without that, but we don't even know whether that's like some sort of smoking gun. Because I have a theory on this: why they want, they're not going to bring it to the first race because. They know they have a fast car, and 
they don't want the possibility of them getting thrown out of the first race under appeal because the FIA have said it's legal, you know, that the system's legal, mm. but there's still a question mark because you're adjusting the um, the toe of the car, whether that's legal in Park Ferme regulations. Yeah, I think that's it, isn't it? You can't lodge an appeal yeah. until it's raced. Yeah, but the thing is, because what uh, because you're not allowed to adjust anything in Park Ferme, teams are saying this is kind of adjusting things in a Park, park Ferme sense. Having, having a part on the car that makes makes a difference to yeah. the car yeah yeah because it can it's essentially just ride height minor minorly as well while you're doing it yeah it, it will do because the wheels are going to be at a yeah. different angle so that's it, it's going to be millimeters yeah yeah but it might just be enough for ferrari to stop it <laughs> <laughs> but realistically i think Ferrari might want to sit this complaint out <laughs> yeah i don't think they've got any grams to complain no. about <laughs> anything <laughs> Um, I think that's that, that is about all of testing. Um, Drive to Survivor. We're going to talk about this week. You've only done the first four episodes. Yes, we binged the entire thing on Friday. We did night. it all in one sitting. Mm-hmm. Was, so, yeah. yeah, there's now a me-shaped dint on the sofa. <laughs> <laughs> if you haven't watched it yet, make time. How many yeah. episodes is it? Ten. All right. Um, I mean, the Haas episode is slightly longer than most of them. That for is the reasons. longest episode of the series. <laughs> that is that is a good three minutes longer than any other episode. If, if you watched last year's and you thought Gunter Steiner was sweary. hilarious and very sweary and could not possibly re, you know recreate that, it's better. It's better this year. Uh, I thought Daniel Ricardo at the beginning of episode two was hilarious. Oh, the. Netflix are cunts. Yeah. They won't show this. <laughs> Already had that meme used against us. Yeah. <laughs> so good. Um, yeah, I, I felt so sorry for Daniel Ricardo in that first mm. episode because he he was so positive about his move. Yeah, and you just you were watching him there going going around the factory, and thought, fucking hell, mate. And he's mate. like hugging everyone, yeah, and I'm so happy to fuck be here. This. <laughs> There's a lot of throughout in several of the episodes. A lot of ooh, this is not aged well. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Just hope Danny Danny Rick's opening race of the season lasts longer than 200 meters this time. Yes, don't hit the grid. Don't yeah. get on the grass. I'm looking forward to seeing what happens when him and Ocon get close together. Yeah, I get the feeling him and Ocon don't get on. I've got a feeling Ocon gets on with nobody. That's the thing, though, isn't it? Ricardo gets on with everyone. Yeah. So how much of an ass must Ocon be? Yeah, I mean Pe- Perez still um, still won't have anything to do with him. Mm. Well, I even the I, I think you could see a lot about that man with, uh, when we saw the camera of um, Verstappen and Ocon. You know, after Ocon had took him out, like when he was leading the race, yeah. being lapped, and Verstappen was pushing him, wasn't it? And but you had he had such a smarmy, passive-aggressive way about him. Uh, you know, I can. Any any other man in that situation would have apologised, because you just cost somebody a win when you yeah. were fucking being lapped, and for him to well, have he was trying to one lap himself. Yeah, 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 yeah. But when, but like you don't do that unless you can definitely do it, and, and you don't yeah. do it on the fucking race leader when no. you you know it's only because of your tires, and twenty seconds down the road they're going to have to overtake you again. It was ridiculous. I mean that 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 was a mini version of um, Ayrton Senna and Eddie Irvine. Mm. 
yeah, yeah. for the same thing. But an, un- an unlapping incident. The other way round. The uh, the other way round. You could you could understand it. For instance, if Verstappen had a bad race and the racing point was ahead, and it, the Verstappen unlaps himself because mm-hmm. the Red Bull is going to go it's off down the road. It's probably in recovery. It probably yeah, can. Yeah, yeah. Um, that racing point was never going to pull away from a Red Bull. Otherwise, it wouldn't be being fucking lapped by one. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. I, th- I think it had been lapped while it was in the pit. But still. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, Ocon does seem tricky to get on with. Yeah. I'm interested because he, I found him crashy when he was in Formula One. I can't see how a season doing no wheel to wheel racing will fix that. Historically, that's not been good for anyone really is it i mean gasly had he was a year in super super formula wasn't he yeah ocon's race suit has been made up entirely of pixels for 12 months yeah (laughs) (laughs) i don't think i I think they do actually wear race suits when they're in the sim it's not not the they don't sit there naked and just look at it in vr no no they're just naked and it's like a sim I worry about you sometimes. <laughs> but yeah, watch Drive to Survive. If you haven't if you've not got a Netflix account and you can get a thirty day trial, mm-hmm. you'll only need it for one day. Or well, ask a friend, you can use yeah. to log on. And you can watch Stranger Things. If you've not got Netflix, you haven't watched Stranger Things, so you're weird. We've we got halfway through the first series and got bored and gave I up. love Stranger Things. Yeah. It was great. very it's it's very nice to look at. It's very beautifully put together. Mm. It's not very interesting. Oh, I know, I enjoyed it. Enjoyed it. I enjoy Sabrina chilling adventures yes, Sabrina we need as to well. Yeah, we've only one episode of season yeah. three. But we're we're veering into Patreon territory. We need mm. to save all that material for weeks when there aren't races. I love her. <laughs> Shall we do a total shunt? Why not? In that case, I will <laughs> phone and tablet face down just to prove that I'm not I am not cheating. And who is this week's shunt from? This week's shunt is as soon as I get. And is it easier to pronounce than last week's? Chris. Uh yeah, just Chris. Is this why you're skiving this week then? You're right, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah, there's no there's no surname on the thing. Uh anyway, right. I was born. Yeah, hey. Mm-hmm. 1981. Okay. Right. One year before our Lord and Saviour me. Um, <laughs> I have an ac- uh, I was active in motor motor racing between 2001 and 2008. That's quite a short career. Hmm. So 2000, 2001. So this is someone who would have been 20 and done seven years. Yeah, that is not the longest career. Guy. This is bizarre. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm not entirely convinced it's person at this point. I was involved in four open wheel series in my career. I'd also like a guess. I'm still mm. leaning towards thing rather than person because you don't start open wheel at twenty. You start open wheel at like sixteen after doing some karting. Yeah. Um. Unless it was somebody that had been doing... Oh, well, you don't start open wheel at 20 and progress to three over formula. <laughs> no, that's, that's true. <laughs> Unless it was someone that was doing know, bikes beforehand, mm. but... But that's in... still motor racing. Yeah. So what motor racing related companies would have kicked off round about 1981 then? That aren't around anymore. So 2008... Was it 2008? Was that 2001 to 2008? Was that the... 2001, 2008, yeah. 
so would that have been that been around the time like Super Aguri and Spiker started disappearing um, and getting rebranded? Um, I mean, Spiker were um, a Dutch sports car manufacturer that had been around since before they came into F one. This is what I'm getting yeah. at. Uh, yeah, Spiker. Yeah, yeah Spiker's Spiker. a good call. Spiker's a good call. Spiker. Come on, Spiker. Yeah. Uh, my highest championship position was fourteenth. And there was less than 14 teams, wasn't there? Mm, so, so I think we are now looking, are at, looking individual. at person. Uh, I've, got a, I've got a vague idea for a guess, but I'm not going to throw it out until we've had a couple more clues. Okay. I spent two years in Formula One. Right. Okay, yeah. <laughs> yeah this, is, this is still kind of fitting in with my thoughts. Okay, good. My first Grand Prix was in my own country. And there goes my idea out the window because I was what thinking was your uh, Robert Dornbos or Robert Dornobs. Mm. <laughs> but he's Dutch. Yes. So um, that, that kind of buggers that one up. So if someone's first race, mind you, it doesn't matter if they come in mid season, it can be a wobbler, but we're probably looking. Some look, could be looking at an Aussie. Unless I don't think w- there was a great deal of Aussies about then, aside from Weber, though, was there? Um, no. So, a mid-season replacement. And this is a guess one, isn't it? Yeah. Um, Unless, like Max Verstappen, Robert Dornbos is also Belgian and came in (laughs) mid-season. I want to say he still races in some form, though. I mean, there's there's that old Dutch LMP2 team which just appears to get. Are you Dutch? Yes. Do you have a race, racing license? Yes. Are you free this weekend? Yeah. Yeah. Get I in. think he might have been in that. Yeah. That's what. I'm, that's what I mean. I think. He, I think he makes appearances alongside. Um, yeah. But this is someone whose motor racing career was 2001 yeah. to 2008, so it's not someone active. Yeah. Um. Jaime Algashwari. Younger. About ten years younger. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> um, I liked Algashwari. And also made his debut 2009. Yeah, that would rule, that would rule him out. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> this is a tough one. Yeah, I, th- I, um, I think we might even have to skip a guess on this. We, we can bank doorknobs. And... Mm. Yeah, we'll, 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 say, we'll say Bobby doorknobs for now, but we know that's wrong. Right. Um, my best Grand Prix result was eighth. So probably not someone who was racing in two thousand and five, because that's always a good, <laughs> a good one for an erroneously high result, unless they were in that. So and they didn't that race. rules out Tiago Montero, uh-huh. um, Patrick Friesacker. Oh God, yeah. <laughs> uh, Narenkartikeyan and. The other one. And the other one. Rain Rain would have got a nosebleed if he was eight. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God, it was the other one. I can't remember. But it doesn't matter because they're not the answer. This is something we can Google afterwards for fun. Um, (laughs) (laughs) If you think you're confused now, I can't wait to give you number eight. I think you're going to have to. Excellent. I have been contracted to Tottenham Hotspur. Enjoy that. (laughs) 
<laughs> right. Okay. There was that Premier Formula, wasn't there? Formula Football, where all the cars were sponsored by a football team. No idea. Because there was the Juventus one. I remember for some reason there was a Leeds United one. It was about as good and as successful as A1 GP. I was just going to say, was Leeds United like Williams's team? <laughs> no, they, they were closer to like Ferrari because they were cheating. Because it is dirty. <laughs> dirty Leeds for any of the football fans out there. Um, yeah, I, re- I reckon it was someone that was driving the Tottenham car in that... Um, can't remember what it was called. But it was it was something like Formula uh, Football. Form- we'll call it yeah, that. Yeah, f- Formula Football. So, okay, right. What are we? Are we? Have we got another clue before we're guessing? Uh, yeah, and I think we might need we the spaffer as well at yeah. this rate. Uh, you got another two clues. Uh, I have raced for Prost and Jordan in my career. You've got a sneeze coming. I don't know when it's coming, but it's definitely coming. Sneeze into your elbow. Um, sneeze into the microphone. They deserve it. <laughs> That's why we've got pop shields. Um, I don't think a pop shield deals with a sneeze. <laughs> Prost and Jordan. Ooh. The only two drivers I can, I can name with any degree of certainty that race for both those teams were Jean Alessi and Eddie Irvine. Don't think it's either of those. Do I mean Eddie Irvine? Heinz Harold Frentzen. Yeah, again. Yeah. Again, finished better than eight. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um... Difficultness. Because, I mean, Jordan have had some complete clunkers driving the car as well, <laughs> and Prost's cars were usually complete clunkers. Yeah. What are you saying about Ralph Furman? <laughs> <laughs> I remember you calling him the ugliest man ever to step step foot into an F1 car. I stand do we, by that Do we statement. need a guess at this point? Do no, we we've got another before oh, the okay. next guess, and the potential of a spaffer. Good, yes. Does Daniel Kvyat beat him? Daniel Kvyat's a strange looking man <laughs> anyway he uh, looks like a young version of John Bishop he looks like a cartoon character <laughs> um, my F1 debut was a result of a minor injury to another driver right Zolt Baumgartner Hungarian drove in the Hungarian Grand Prix was that when Schumacher had his no that was earlier wasn't it when he broke his leg Mika Salo took over from him, didn't he? Yes. I reckon it I reckon it is. It's a good name. Can't tell you much else about him. So Is there a, a spaffer or do we do we throw it do we throw it out there for the uh for There the is pre- a, there is a spaffer, but I think are you feeling brave? Someone's taken the time to put together a spaffer. Yeah, I think I think give, give us the spaffer, but I'm pretty confident. Uh, I I imagine there isn't only supposed to be in this sentence, <laughs> so I'm going to stick I, I, it in. I am the driver from my home country. Yes. Are you Zolt Baumgartner? I am. Yes. There we go. <laughs> that was a good one. Thank you very much for that, Chris. Yeah, that was good. Uh, yeah, who um, who was it he replaced? Cannot remember. Um, what was it? Two, 2008 Hungarian Grand Prix. Yeah. I can't remember. And uh, yeah, I seem to remember he came in at the last the last minute because he was available and there because they were in Hungary. I think he might have just been hanging around the pits waving a super license to anyone that wanted. It was as late as two thousand and eight. It was two thousand and three. Two thousand and three. God. Um, let's have a look. Two thousand and three. Scrolling, scrolling. Whatever happened to Zoltbaumgartner? 
Uh, Ralph Furman suffered a horrendous crash, apparently, and had to be replaced. By somebody less ugly, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> no, that was really good. How do you um, how do you send a total shunt in? You can tweet me at total shunt in a private message, or you can do the same on Instagram. Cool. And if you want to get in touch with the rest of us, we're at Three Legs Four Wheels on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram as well. And our own other tweets are um, at Sean Cowper. At Pablo 100, and Chris is at Flood 21. And come and follow me, because it's really annoying at the minute, because I, I, I just seem to hover at 900 followers. I want another 100. I want 1,000. So <laughs> I there's easier other 100 of you out there which can just follow me. So just do it at a total shunt. I need you. You are currently on 899. See? You've lost someone. Yeah, and it's always, it's always a Russian bot that just disappears all of a sudden. <laughs> Um, as predictable, here is a jump cut for Formula Lee. Okay, so the last results of the Formula Lee Winter Series for this year. It was a lap of the short Silverstone course in the dry in the 2010 Red Bull. And uh, top 20 came out like this. In 20th place was Nick Pierce. 19th was Nick Richardson. 18th was Nathan Riley. 17th was Lee Webster. Joe Winchester was 16th. 15th was Jimmy Hamlin, Ian Walker 14th, Ruben Hernandez 13th, Stephen Perkin 12th, Pete Bull 11th. Top 10 now. 10th was Veitcher Camping, 9th was Marcel Strake, 8th was Ed Forsyth, 7th Kyle Armstrong, 6th was Matthew Gooch, 5th Max Williams and 4th Callum Graham. Right, top three with the times. In third with a time of 45.952 was Ricky Worrell. Second with 45.894 was Santerio Nasty. And winning again, second race out of three, with a time of 45.766 was Carl Toomey. So well done to everyone that made the points. I guess it's time to actually start the real season proper. So um, for the first race of the 2020 season, which might be the closest we'll get to F1 at the moment, it's going to be a lap of Albert Park in Melbourne. And we'll have this one in the dry. And I think seeing as the racing point was the fastest or the best looking car in uh, testing, according to everyone, we'll go for that. So it's a two week one. You've got until Monday the 16th, which is the Monday after when the race should be to get your times in. And uh, we'll see how you get on. All right. Back to the show. And that is the end of this week's jump cut. Mm-hmm. Um, right. Next week, it's going to be a preview, we hope. But that also means predictions as well, we hope. And the online prediction league is running. I don't think we're going to do the Fantasy F1 this year because, let's be honest, they're not very good. Well, I uh, I, start, I formed a, a team and then, for some reason, went to log back into it, used the, the password that I know it was because it was fucking saved by the browser I was using. <laughs> and it keeps telling me that password's wrong. So I just thought, Do you know what? Go fuck yourself. Yeah. So someone's going to have to keep up with mine. I've joined the WTF1 League and the Isle of Man League. So if anyone wants to check out of mine, I am at a total shun, uh, three like three legs, four wheels. Right. Good. But we are doing the uh, we're doing the online predictions league again, and uh, there's a few tweaks for this season. Oh. It's going to be well, like crackhead tweaks. Like. That that kind of. It's going to be top three as usual. Um, pole position and fastest lap as usual 
Um, but two new things for this year. You can double up on one race this season. You can go for double points. And also, an extra point if you correctly predict the number of DNFs in each race. Ooh. Um, the rules are on the website, threelegsfourwheels.com. Um, go to the game section and it's in there. And, I'm doubling uh, up on China. <laughs> <laughs> probably probably not the tactic to go with. It's bold though, isn't it? It, it is bold. <laughs> I'll give you that. <laughs> right, we will be back next week. We will we will have a um a fuller team next week. Yes. I am I am hedging a bet that there will be at least four people. There might don't, don't cut your chickens, mm. you know, corona and stuff. That, <laughs> that that is true. We are aiming for at least four, if not more people that rhymed next week no no i'm not not crap at this well i am um right i think that's about it just yeah. want to say thank you to all the um all the people that joined us on youtube thank you to everyone who's donated on patreon patreon.com two people in a minute yeah we'll do the usual uh, youtube chat at the end of this um but we'll see you next week and hopefully we'll have a race to preview yeah bye, bye. ta-ra bye love you